Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the Word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving Word of God expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklo of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as you listen. Father, we thank you this morning. We give you glory. We give you honor, everlasting Father. We thank you for life. We thank you for the gift of grace that has kept and preserved us as we sit in your presence this morning, cause our lights to be lightened, our fires to be stirred up, cause us, Lord, to conform to the image of your dear son for which you called and saved us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Come on, appreciate Jesus. All right, please do have your seats. God bless you for making it even though the roads were closed, I believe that's what a Christian ought to be. Beating the odds to serve your Savior. It's um, an important quality a believer should have. Amen. Let's appreciate the ministry groups. They're looking wonderful. Especially the dancing stars. Their, their cup is capping. Isn't it? Yeah, their cup is capping. <laughs> Amen. And I believe today is also Fanarosis. Yeah, so um, if you are in the ministry group, today is Fanarosis. Um, or you've been invited to Fanarosis. Um, right after this service, we have Fanarosis. Fanarosis is not just um, a service, it's also a training. Do you understand? A training for those who delight in doing something for God um, on Sundays, like being part of the ministry groups or the basantes. Amen. So um, we'll have a nice time. 
in his presence. Amen. Okay. So we started a series on fruitfulness. And uh, last week we said God's purpose for your life is fruitfulness. God's purpose for your life is fruitfulness. Amen. That's his purpose for you. Amen. John 15 verse 16. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. Amen. Pastor Edwin, please work on this a little bit for me. A little bit. That you should go forth and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. Um, That part of the scripture is very crucial. The part that your fruit should remain is very important. Um, Everybody who works, if you're a farmer, you want a harvest that is real. You know, you want your crops to turn out well. Um, you don't want a harvest that isn't correct. Do you understand? And if the standard for your maize farm is good harvest, if the standard for your banana farm is good harvest, if the standard for your fish farm is good and fat fishes, all right? Um, do you do fish farming here? Okay. Yes, aquaculture. Okay. So you want good f- fish in your farm. You get it? Uh, Pastor Edwin once took us to Sagana, me and Pastor Edwin, some pastors to Sagana for a private trip. And his, is he cousin or someone had a fish farm? Yes. And we were looking at tilapia, big tilapia. The owner of the farm wanted good harvest. Do you understand? But then when it comes to the church and it comes to souls, we rarely think of the quality of good harvest. Now, even God is so interested in the harvest that after we have all sat here for how many years we will sit here and we go to heaven, he says, like a shepherd, he will separate the sheep from the goat. Do you get it? So, even at that level, he's still doing separation. There is a quality he's looking for, and he says, I will separate the sheep from the goat and I will tell the sheep go to my right hand look at it and he shall set the sheep on his right hand but the goats on the left 
Do you get it? So the quality of our fruits is of immense importance. Everybody who goes to church, people go to church. And going to church doesn't make you a Christian. Huh? You were at the mechanic shop last yesterday. Does that make you a car? It doesn't make you a car. There are certain things about our lives that makes us to be Christians. Not the fact that we regularly go to a particular place. Because there are, apart from church, there are other places you regularly go. Isn't it? Yeah. If you happen to be in Mombasa, you go to the sea, you swim. Does that make you a fish? It doesn't make you a fish. (laughs) Isn't it? Um, If you go to the village and you're on holidays and you go to the farm and you help your grandmother or your mother or your father, it doesn't make you a farmer. Isn't it? To be a farmer requires that you give the thing your full attention and then there are things you do that makes you a farmer the same way as a believer simply coming here doesn't make you a Christian glory to God and so we must be interested for example you woke up today and then maybe you picked your phone before you thought of showering and so they've closed the roads I'm not going to church we actually have to examine whether you are a real Christian or not do, do you understand what kind of a Christian doesn't seek the face of his savior meanwhile the one who saved you, he, he loves to see and to have fellowship with you. So, the f- quality of the fruit is important. If an event happens in your life, you either lost a job, lost a marriage, lost a wife, lost a husband, lost a child. Um, I'm talking in terms of adversity. And because of your adversity, you lose your faith. We have to even ask, were you a Christian to begin with? So everything goes down to the root of the quality of the souls that Jesus died for. And those are the souls we have been called as believers to go forth and bear those souls. Call them fruits. And they must be the souls that Jesus or the sheep that Jesus died for. Are you listening to me? So in John 15 verse 16, he says that your fruit should remain. Then he says that whatsoever ye ask of the Father in my name, 
he may give it you. He may give it you. So, you will see clearly, not, don't take my words for it. Do you understand? Forget, don't take my words for it. You will see in John 15, 16, that answer to prayers is connected to fruitfulness. That's why some of you, you pray, your prayer hits the roof and bounce back on your head because there is no fruitfulness in your life. Answer to prayer, not my words. Jesus is saying, whatsoever ye shall ask. Prayer, it is in prayer we do ask. Isn't it? Yes. That's why you have prayed, 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 prayed. Nothing is happening. And then I come and pray for you and then something happens. Because now God is listening to the prayer of somebody who is bearing fruit. So when somebody who is not bearing fruit, you are still here. Are you on holidays? Holiday, holiday. I'm a midterms. <laughs> midterms is not holiday. <laughs> oh, one week. Ah. Oh, okay. It's over. Today is the last enjoyment. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> I think the whole mess in the education system is across Africa. Uh, they have no idea what they are doing. <laughs> yeah, it's across everywhere. Huh? One time my son went to school. He just went to school. One month, two weeks. He was back home. He said, we are back. Uh, back for what? And they are back for two months. I don't know if you are suffering the same thing. Like, I don't even know what term he's in, I don't know what year he's in, because every few months the thing changes. I'm in year two, you know. Last year the person went to school, he's going to form two. How does that happen? Do you understand? I don't don't see why. Because when I went to school, you can easily tell a term, you know, a term, you you just can tell. And then you, you do a full year of school, you know. These days, I don't know. If African politician, one of them enters heaven. Mm -mm. (laughs) If one of them miss road and enters heaven, I don't know. I will have question for Peter for admitting one of them. Imagine what they will do in heaven as well. (laughs) When we are supposed to go for class with the angels, they will come and put all this, their confusion, even in heavenly class. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> so my son, I don't know. I, I really fear for my son. I really, really fear for my son. Because neither will the questions be softened or easy to, you know, uh, be commensurate with the difficulties they've had in learning, you know. And doing all those subjects, physics, chemistry. Ish. Jehovah. I don't say anything because I don't want him to come with an excuse. But daddy, you know, you yourself, you know the difficulties we had when we went to school. Pass it all the same. Yeah, pass. 
if the teacher teaches you 50%, do the rest of the 50%. You get it? Yeah. So, well. <laughs> so, where was I? Yes, fruitfulness. I know I'm, I'm on fruitfulness, but which part of fruitfulness? <laughs> Answered prayers. Yeah, so, you pray and then there's no answer. And then a fruit-bearing person prays. And God says, I got to answer that prayer. It, because Jesus said, whatsoever is a blank check. Is a blank check. He hasn't put any, you know, any cap on it. Whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. Do you understand? So, Check why your prayers are not being answered. That's if prayer is important to you. Some of you, prayer is not important to you. Yes. That's why yesterday you didn't come for turning point. Yeah. Prayer is not important to you. Yes. That's why you didn't come to pray. Because you are wondering, what is that? We are going to shout, 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 shout. That's why you didn't come to pray. Prayer is not important to you. And you see, what amazes me about people who don't like prayer is that they are suffering a lot in their lives. I say what I don't understand about people who hate prayer. And you see, it's it's even near demonic because whatever has put you in that situation, everything is being guarded to make sure you never rise up to pray. When you are not praying, you also, I don't feel like praying. Somebody said, if you don't feel like praying, get up and still pray. He said, why? Because somebody is keeping you from praying. Whatever it is, somebody is making sure that you don't get the appetite for prayer. Somebody is fighting. Somebody is doing everything possible to make sure you lose your quest for prayer, your desire for prayer, so that you don't feel like praying is not just a feeling. You've got to ask yourself, why is it that I'm in the midst of all these problems and I still don't feel like praying? When you are in a, 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 a ditch, you will want to get out of the ditch. That you are in one and you have no desire. You say, oh, let me sit here till somebody comes. You will die. Careful. So whatever is keeping you from praying is connected to the root of your problem. So that's in, in James, James 5, he says, which soever of you, whosoever is afflicted, let him pray. Do you understand? If you are afflicted, if there is anyone amongst us, let him pray. And then I'm also showing you that You see, your lack of desire to pray is not normal. Is any among you afflicted? Solution, let him pray. (laughs) Umba, let him pray. Is any merry, let him sing psalms. So when you are merry, it's not a time for bongo music. Is a time to sing psalms. <laughs> you didn't see that one coming. 
When you are happy, that's what it means. When you are happy, you should do what? Sing the Psalms. Not anachukwa, anaweka, wa. Not that. Sing Psalms. Not unavailable. Unavailable. <laughs> what is unavailable? <laughs> it's a song. Okay. <laughs> Not unavailable. Sing Psalms. Careful. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. You got a point now. Let him do what? Sing psalms. When you are happy, you should sing the psalms. And now I ask you, there is no song out of the psalms that you even know. Let him sing psalms. So, you see, the Bible is there. Good. NLT. Are any of you suffering hardships? Me, I'm suffering hardship. If you see me pray, you see, don't mistake that I lead the prayer to think that it is an, a pastoral uh, duty. I'm, <laughs> who told you? It's not pastoral. I am suffering hardship. I lead you. You are praying and praying. I am not doing pastor. When it comes to leading prayer, it's not like I'm mad. I'm standing here three hours, walking, praying, giving prayer point because of what? Pastoral duty. Let me show you pastoral duty. Lift up your hands. Father, I thank you for these people. Whatever their problem is, Lord, solve it for them. In Jesus' name, pastoral duty. But I'm praying you are praying. It's not pastoral whatever you are going through, I'm going through it. If I tell you right now that as I'm standing here, I need a 24-hour miracle, you won't believe it. You too. As I'm standing, I need a 24-hour miracle. So I won't toy with prayer. So is any of you suffering hardship? I'm not suffering hardship and then I'm coming to lead you in four hours prayer. Bah. If I'm not suffering hardship, I'll go and play PlayStation. <laughs> Do you understand? I'll go and buy PlayStation and play morning to living. I'm not suffering hardship. But if I'm suffering hardship, do what? Pray. Not sleep. Do you understand? Not sleep. Do what? Pray. So, Mr. I am going through tough times. The response is not shut your phone. I don't, I, I don't feel like talking to anybody. That's not a biblical response. If you're going through hardship, the Bible says, pray. Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Not unavailable. <laughs> eh? Not unavailable. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yes. Any of you happy? Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. No. Sing praises. Some of you, you are TikTok stars. Some of you, you are, you are TikTok stars. Yeah. 
You, you, you have no time for prayer. You have time for TikTok. Some of you watch TikTok morning till evening. Yes. Some of you are TikTok stars. You are not even stars for Jesus. You are TikTok stars. If I tell you the number of credit hours you need in prayer, the number of credit hours you need, because this atmosphere, all right, and I'm not talking of like Kenya atmosphere, if, if you're in Nigeria or Kenya or anywhere, the atmosphere we live under is near demonic. To break through, to break through to a certain point requires you to be somebody who takes prayer seriously. Sometimes I'm working in the house and then I don't know, before I know it, I've broken into prayer. I'm work, working and I'm praying. Because the, Charlie, the thing is not, it's not like you sleep, wake up, pray for five minutes and that is no work. Now I do what I call work and pray. Yes. I've developed a theory called work and pray. Yes. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. Nathaniel, you don't have to frown at my message. Smile. (laughs) If you don't want to pray, don't frown at my message. (laughs) Careful. If you are suffering hardship, you should what? Pray. The Bible has given us the solution. Yes. He's giving us the solution. And a believer should not be lazy at prayer. So now, I'm also showing you that your answer to that activity called prayer is somehow also rooted in your fruitfulness. Are you listening to me? It's rooted in your what? Your fruitfulness. Now, there is a purpose for our salvation which we find in John 15, 16. But 2 Timothy 1, 9. Give me 2 Timothy 1, 9. And give me the NLT. Alright. For God saved us. This is the NLT. And called us to live what? A holy life. You see, you cannot say it. You cannot say it because you don't enjoy living a holy life. He saved us. And then he what? Called us. To live what? A holy life. So you didn't come to church to find a girl. You have literally been saved and called to live a holy life. Are you listening to me? I'm talking to those of you who came to find boys. And those of you came to find girls. And you may think that, you know, why does he always talk about that? What does he? I, as long as we have young and unmarried people in the church, I have, I have to keep talking about it. Because these brothers here have a kind of libido I have never seen before. <laughs> they are, 
I mean, they are not operating at the normal level. Normal level. These guys are on the super highway of libido. Stead up libidos. Do you understand? You girls, don't joke with these boys. Oh, they are sharpshooters. They don't miss. They don't miss at all. Sharpshooters. I don't want you to say, oh, oh, but I just, you came to church, but somebody came with his erection. They know what I'm talking about. You, you came with your Bible. You see, almost, almost all correct girls in the church come with their Bibles. Yes, almost all correct girls. And they also come with their notebooks. Majority of the notebooks in the church belong to the girls. So, the girls are correct. So you, you came with your Bible and you came with your notebook. This guy, he has come with his erection. Ask him to show you his Bible. Akuna. Ask him to show you his, his notebook. Akuna. Ask him to show you his pen. Akuna. So what did he come with? Imagine that. So what did he come with? Ask your neighbor, what did you come with? (laughs) They don't come with anything. I'm telling you what they have come with. Yes. Almost all correct girls, they have their notebook, they have their Bible, they have their pen. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> all the correct girls yeah. if you are also a girl and you are here you don't have your bible you don't have your notebook I'm telling you you are not correct in our church all correct girls have bible all correct girls have notebook all correct girls have pen if you don't have bible you are not correct <laughs> is he he has carried a Bible plus semi-erection. If, if you don't have your notebook, you came with a Bible and semi-erection. Yes. <laughs> Borrowed Bible. They have come with nothing. <laughs> no. I, listen. Physiologically, in 24 hours, a man is supposed to have how many times of erection? 120? Huh? Yes, physiologically. Yes, physiologically. In, in 24 hours, yes. A healthy male. You see, girls, let me show you how dangerous these people seated by you are. <laughs> That will make it 24 times. No. No. It should be more. You see, a, male, a, a healthy adult male is supposed to have in 24 hours. That's one day. That, do you understand? 
12 hours of night, 12 hours of day. Do you understand? Somebody who has been called to erect. He says 11. Okay, so LP is right. Okay, so 12, 12. Every hour, do you understand? Every hour, the guy has an erection. Do you understand? Every two hours, the guy has an erection. That's the person you are joking with. It's like the guy, the guy, if the guy has a gun, a gun, he has a gun and the gun is ready, ready to shoot all the time. Do you understand? The guy has a ready loaded gun. In a day, he has about 12 erections. And even the 12 is normal. Now, what if he has eaten some kind of foods that are trigger foods? Like njugu. Mkombero. He has chewed mkombero. Has children Combero <laughs> and drank coffee on top of the Combero. You see that the 12 is minimal, is nothing. <laughs> that that is the guy you are allowing to do this for you. Then you do is it you see, you think he's doing he, he, the guy is preparing you to offload. Instead of reading your Bible, you are there. He, you, you start by putting his ham, uh, arms around your neck like this. Yeah, then you'll be there. Oh, it feels nice. Huh. It feels nice. I know you like it. Huh. That's why they don't carry Bible. They don't carry notebooks. Yes. But as for this particular thing, ever ready. Ever ready. Ever ready. He used to have some batteries in the 90s and early 2000s. Ever ready. Yes. I remember being a child, they had an is it ever ready, ever powerful. Yes. Uh, pata power. Ever. Paka power. Uh, ours was ever ready, ever powerful. <laughs> <laughs> all correct girls in our church they come with their bible they come with their notebook they are the ones that the brothers avoid <laughs> yes <laughs> careful yes. so you have been saved to live a holy life yes hey, on top of your 12 erections in the day, you can still be holy. Yeah? It's true. I mean, imagine if you have to attend to every one of the erections. How many babies will you have? That itself tells you, it's not something you are called to attend to. 
Do you understand? Yeah. It's not something you are called to always attend. You know, that every, every hour you're on the phone, babe, who happy? Hmm? Huh? When he, she says Nikombali, he says, oh, where, 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 where? You know? Natuma first, Sai. Watch Azako. I mean, you can't live your entire life trying to attend to something that will always be there anyway. I listen to me. I'm also trying to demystify the whole thing because some of you young men, nobody has taught you that. It's not, you're not supposed to always act on your feelings. You're not supposed to always act on your feelings. Imagine the mess you'll be in if you're always acting, attending to your feelings. Do you get it? Yeah. If you, let me, hear me, hear me, and hear me well. Any man or woman who acts always on their feelings, you have reduced yourself to the animal level. The area goat wants to have sex. It will look around, and find something and do it. That's the animal level. It, the, the goat has no control. The dog has no control. The chicken. You see the male chicken. The, uh, he, he, after they have sex, they die. The, <laughs> and wake up again and try it. That's the animal level. There's no control. Are you listening to me? You don't listen to me. You see that you, you say you are living, your name is Andrew, you know, or your name is whatever, but you are no different than the area goat. Yes, because once you have the feeling, act on it. Yes, it, it, there's no difference. Are you listening to me? So the call also is a holy calling. Praise God. Is what? A holy calling. Yes. And by the way, young men, that erection has always been there. Hey, from when you were nye, nye, nye. Your, Ask your mother. Ask your mother how many times she's seen your, your hey, mothers. <laughs> when they remove the pampers, you see that the thing is just straight. It's there. Yeah. And you see, at that time, you were not acting on it. You were not. So much more now that you are an adult, you should have even more control. Is it these things I'm saying sounds some way to you because you are no longer innocent? Yes, many of you have discovered the second purpose for your peepees. You know, before you discover that it can be used for other things, there you, it had one purpose, to wee wee. Yes. <laughs> there are some people, if you look at them, you think they don't have sex. You know, like, you can't even... I have a pastor, one of my sons, you know. I practically raised him. He's, he's, he's married. He has four children, I have two. But if I bring that young man here, 
Pastor Jeff, he's, he doesn't look like he can have sex. But he has pumped four. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. And then the ones who look like they can have enough of it, they don't have much of it. <laughs> you think that this guy is always praying. But he has four. <laughs> you get the point now. You know, I, I was trying to be saved. That's why I went as far as to mention somebody who is not here. <laughs> Careful. (laughs) You see, so I I think you should know that the call is also a holy calling. Yes. And I want to tell you that when you receive this message and you endeavor, you try, you will even be happy as a Christian. Yes, Like some of you now, you are fuming at me. Young girl, I don't know why you are fuming at me. I don't know why you are, your heart is telling you, mm, this man, this man. If your heart is telling you this man, you have a problem. Do I look like this man to you? I'm your pastor. You see that you are even happier. In fact, even making the effort and failing is enough. Yes. Hear what I'm saying? Even just making the effort and failing is enough than accepting that this is just who I am or how I should live. No. You will even be happier as a believer, as a Christian. Some people, when they went one year without sex, after they became born again and serious, well, pseudo salvation, they, they, they were very happy with themselves. Yes. These days, you are, you are some way yeah, you, 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 you no longer even have a calendar as to the last time you had sex because you know that you know very well the last time you had sex. Yeah. yeah. Someone will tell you, hey, one year I've seen no action. Yes. And they, they meant it. They meant it that they tried. Like they tried. They've gone one year without that nonsense in their lives. And they were happy. By the way, you cannot do calendar if you have a mumbaba. Because they're always randy. Yeah. They're always randy. That's, That's why you have stopped doing calendar now. Yeah. Oh, it's been six months. Oh, it's been eight months. When was the last time we heard you say it's been eight months? Yes. Because Mubaba cannot leave you alone. Yes. <laughs> oh. the, the church is hot and it's a cold Sunday morning. Yes. So you have left the calendar thing of calculating. It's been nine months. It's been six weeks. It's been, ah. <laughs> yeah. Some of you, you came straight from a man's house to church. Hmm. The message is hot, isn't it? Yeah. So, we've been called to live what? A holy life. Then he says, he did this, not because we deserved it, but because that was his plan. Do you see that? 
from before the beginning of time to do us to show us his grace through Christ Jesus. So that was his plan. He had a purpose. He had a plan for our salvation. You see, so when you come to the church like this, in fact, I think not just the church, you always have to ask yourself, depending on which environment you find yourself, what is my purpose here? I I believe it's not just the church set up, but even at work, like some of you go to work looking for friends, your purpose at work is not to find friends. Your purpose is to go and earn your paycheck, go home. Don't get it twisted. You get the point now? Yeah, don't get it twisted. That's why to have workplace romance is forbidden. Workplace, there's something called workplace romance. Two accountants, one boy, one girl, they stay in the office. Paka, Dioni, next you'll not be doing debit and credit. You'll be debiting yourselves and crediting yourselves. And then now, the productivity at the workplace will suffer. So, almost all employers forbid workplace romance. You can't marry from be like in the same company and have marriage. It doesn't happen. Yeah. One person has to leave. Yes. Because you may bring your house wahala to work. Two of you are walking into the office and the one the other person is here. Then you are supposed to take a file to your wife in her office and then the file is on your desk. Midday, bado. 2 p.m. Bado, why? You are fighting. What has your house problem got to do with? So most work environments, they, they discourage, you know, workplace romance. Yeah. They ask you to declare if you have any emotional interest in people that are working there. Do you understand? Yeah. How much more the church? What's your purpose of being in the church? You know the point now? If I stand here as a pastor to tell you how many church members we lost through illicit relationships, you know, chinyamaji relationships, people are seated here. You will be surprised that they are in relationship because when we close, one passes here, the other passes here, then they go and meet somewhere there. And all the while they are doing that geography, I'm not there. But when the heartbreak comes, they can't come to church. Why? Because the guy who broke their heart is here. Then now the church has become bad. The church is what? Because you chose, you see, you didn't define your purpose of coming here. What's your purpose of being in school? You didn't go to school to look for a boy, to look for a girl. No. You see, so I'm saying that across board, you always have to define, why am I here? What's my purpose of being here? Do you understand? What's my purpose? 
when you should be studying chemistry, you are writing love letter to a boy. <laughs> are you listening to me at all? What's your purpose? You don't like the message, eh? These people here, you don't like the message. All of you, you don't like the message. <laughs> you see, if you listen to me and you believe I'm teaching you the truth, one of the things it will do for you is you will love me even more. Yes. But you don't love me because you, I am I'm, I'm, I'm anti your sweetness. Yes, like we are anti your happiness. Like I am anti your happiness. You don't know that. Meanwhile, these teachings are actually for your safety and for you to do things right so you'll be happy as a Christian in the church. I cannot be anti your happiness. Do you understand? I am not anti your happiness. No. So those of you who, when I'm teaching, you think that we are fighting. We are not fighting. I'm for you. You, It's just that you don't know, but I'm for you. Yes, especially for the girls. Yes. As for all these brothers, I don't trust them one bit. I don't, me. If if, if Benson is seated in front, and I'm supposed to sleep, and he's seated there, I'll sleep with one eye like this and keep the other one. Boys are always up to something. Girls don't give any problem to their parents until they meet a boy. Girls are angels. Like girls are near angels until they meet boys. Then they turn. Something turns in them. You know? Boys are born bad. You get the point now? And what annoys me is that all the things that go negative, it affects the girls more. So I'll still teach it. Yeah. I'll still teach it. Those who are wise, you see, don't think that just because I'm teaching and people are doing the opposite of what I'm teaching, that there's something wrong with the message. Nah. I will teach it until... You see, those who continue to do what I'm teaching against, what God is showing you that is yet to do is, is that watch this person. That's a sign for you. So you don't get to be there. Otherwise, you see, few years from now, some people will regret. They'll say, I wish I had listened to that man. If you know how fast people's feelings and emotions change, you will not be disregarding the message because of today's sweetness. The only people who have no shame is a a man and his wife. Yeah. You that have you are you don't you are not a man and his wife. Are you listening to me? Huh? You, the message is for you. Do you get it? The message is what? For you. Huh. And you the boys too. When these girls come, 
And then they are giving you sweet vibes. Then you forget what I'm teaching you. Because sometimes the girls are the ones who come with sweet vibes. Yes. And those girls are the broken ones. They are broken. Yes. Instead of to wait to be hunted, they are now hunting. Yes. Any hunting girl is broken. Yes. Any girl that is on a hunt is broken. Yes. And I can tell you for sure as your pastor. Yes. If you are a girl here and you are the one giving boys scholarship. You are broken. You are broken. Your self-worth has been taken from you. You are broken. If you like, get angry. If you go, the roads are blocked. Wait, wait, wait to be pursued. Wait. Let somebody chase you. Yes, that's where your dignity and your respect comes from. Not all these scholarship givers. You are broken. Maybe now say my way when I broke. We are I'm telling you, I mean, I this church is a is going to be a wonderful church. Once this message catches up with the generation, it will be a wonderful church. Yes, yes. It's going to be a wonderful church. I, I, I have a, I have a feeling. Yes, I've got a feeling that tonight's gonna be a good night. I got a feeling. Yes, <laughs> it's gonna be. Listen, <laughs> oh, hey, you will get pregnant. You will give birth. You will stay in the same church. I will be teaching the same thing. When I'm teaching, you'll be seeing that I'm using you as an example. You see, we are not fighting. Yeah, you choose that. Hey, I will do the right thing. Yeah. Otherwise, you see that you will give birth. You will be here. I can give you an example. I can give you examples. I cannot see this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, one of my falling, uh, falling cherub that covers. <laughs> he doesn't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you see that you <laughs> wallet. <laughs> hey, do you understand? You see, as I'm teaching, an example is walking around my environment. Hey, and we are not fighting. And the owner of the example is not angry because he knew that I told him the truth. I told him the truth. I told him the truth. <laughs> Charlie, are you listening to me? Are you in senior high or junior high? Which one? Senior high, yeah. Finish senior high. Two, two years or three years, finish senior high. Go to university. One year, two years, three years. Yeah. Then you see that at that time your eye go clear. Do you hear what I say? Your eye go what? Yes. You go to university. Is, is three years here or four? Four years here. You see that your eyes will clear. 
right now you are only interested in riffraff because your eye no clear the area bangi smoker is the one you are liking because your eye no clear go let them polish your brain a little you see that your eye go clear then you say, well, for my life, I want to marry a mechanical engineer. Yeah, your eye clear. Your eye clear. Yes. Isn't that they can't say amen around here? Yeah. Yeah, they can't. <laughs> they can't say amen. Violet, when we close, you are going to be in trouble. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. And I'm telling you, young people, it is doable. Yes. It is doable. Yeah. I'm, I'm just encouraging you that it is doable. Yeah. Avoid setting mistakes. You don't need them. Yeah. You don't need them. Fight for your future. Huh? And those of you who have stopped fighting for your future, get back on track. Yes. Retrace your step to where you lost. Do you get it? And pick it from that point and start making amends. It's not too late. It's not too late. Go back to where you made the mistake and pick it up from there. It's not too late. Everything I'm saying to you is the same things I'm telling my children. Yes. I I look at my daughter. When I went home, I saw my daughter and I saw her bonbon. It was not the bonbon of a small girl anymore. It was the bonbon of a woman. I told her, no boys. No boys. One day she was going to buy bread. I got, I was tired, but I got down with her to walk to go and buy bread. No boy. What I'm telling you, I tell my children the same thing. I tell my son, you have no business. Do interested in girls. Nothing. I'll be wicked not to tell you the same thing. When I know that the future is better for those who plan it well and they focus well. I'll be wicked not to tell you the same. Maybe you will listen to me and they will not listen to me. They understand. Or maybe they will listen to me and you may not listen to me. But anyway, the messenger has to deliver the message. I have to, I can stop here and tell you as a young man, you see, a lot of times you also think that, um, that girls are adversely affected. I can also tell you as a young man, the effect on your own life. And the church is quite like this. You move to the next point. <laughs> Fruitfulness. Yes, that's God's eternal purpose. And you see, don't, that, the physical fruitfulness is not the plan. <laughs> because some of you have believed the message. Yeah, fruitfulness. Yes. And Benson is telling himself, yeah, prop, I'm a proper lawyer. A proper lawyer. Yes. Lawyer men are the ones who get a lot of pickings, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to a, a very, the wife of a very important person in this country, and he says that we, we have stopped counting my husband's children. <laughs> He said we have stopped counting. Yes, I was surprised. They've stopped counting. 
David brought others and the man was not aware that these are still mine. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> no, go on is safe. <laughs> go on is very safe. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> so, It's important that we know that is God's eternal purpose for our being here. You see, when I teach, then I talk of our being here as well. So you don't get it twisted. Do you understand? Yeah. My being here is not to make friends. You get it? It's not to make friends. Uh, You see, you must find the purpose wherever you are. And that purpose will guide you And you will make the right choices for yourself. Glory to God. So, God sees you as a tree. And as a tree, he expects you to bear much fruit. When you read through the Bible, you see um, the believer being associated with a tree. You know, he's like a, a, a palm tree. By the rivers of water, you would always see uh, um, the association of a tree with who we are or our calling as believers. So God sees you as a tree. You may see yourself as a human being, but God is seeing you and He says, This is my tree. Yes. In another part of the Bible, calls us the trees of righteousness. Yes, we are planted as the trees of what? Righteousness. And he expects to see fruit on that tree. Are you listening to me? He expects to see what? Fruits on the tree. And then when he comes, you don't have any fruit. You don't have any fruit. So, I'm teaching you this so that the trees that are seated here, all right, will begin to see the essence of be, or resembling who God sees you as. Are you listening to me? So to be fruitful, and I think you should write this down, means to be full of fruits. To be fruitful means to be full of fruits and products worthy of all the investments that have been made in you. To be fruitful means to be full of fruits. And what? Products. Worthy of all the investments that have been made in you. Hmm. Uh. After I've invested in my children, paid school fees, right? I expect to see something. Yes. After so much, do you know that when you become a father, that's a correct father, and a mother, a correct one. One of the lessons parenthood teaches you is called sacrifice. All of you listen to me. It's called sacrifice. 
There are some fathers who have gone years without buying new clothes for themselves. Only so that they can put their child through school. There's a father who has gone without buying shoes. A mother has stopped dressing herself. You see, when they were young, they buy wigs. Or weave. Which one? Wigs. Wigs and weave. Do you understand? They are like Avina is is into wigs. When she becomes a mother, you, you, you now you see that Charlie put the wigs aside. There are weightier matters. So now a parent is go. This okay. Two things that will make you have personal um, uh, renunciation or is it de- denouncing or personal word of yourself. Two two times in your life when you have children and when you are building. When you have children and then when you are building a house. Are you listening to me? Off the top of my head, in your life, these two seasons in your life, when you have children and when you are building a house, it calls for personal sacrifice. When you are building a house, you can't buy a shoe of 10,000. You see that you are sitting down there and you are counting how many bags of cement. How many bags of cement is that shoe? You get the point now? Uh-huh. Then when you have children and you have school fees to pay, so it's what an investment being made into your life. And the person making the investment expects to see products, expects to see fruit. He, the person is expecting that when you have done with school, you are coming out with a second degree upper, second degree lower, sec- first class. And then you are having something to show for the investment in your life. You, when you went and you came back, your, your story to your mother is that my marks have entered the system and are lost in the system. Can I teach the church? They cannot trace my marks. You are the only one whose marks is behaving like a magic number. <laughs> After the investment, your fruit to you are brought to your mother. The teachers hate me. How many students? You are the only one hated. You see, now you don't like the message. <laughs> I've fallen out with my teachers. Yes. They, they hate me. They don't like me. You see, you have come back with no fruit. So, in the place of fruit, you have diverse lies and excuses to say. I mean, what kind of a student? A semester is how much? Three to four months. You finish. You've written a con- um, um, uh, your continual assessment. Where is your mark? You say you don't have it. Then for that semester, you wrote your exams for the semester. Where is your mind? And then you, you, listen, let's be serious. Somebody is paying a price to put you through school. Don't toy with it. I paid so much money to get a young man into USIU. His grade was D with either a Dowdy or without a Dowdy. Yes. 
He has served me. He has served me for a couple of months. He, those days I used to, when I was doing MMR, I'm preaching here, I'm preaching here. So you drive me. So I said, ah, something, I asked him one day, why is it that you are not in school? You finish senior, why are you not in school? I mean, those were the days of my foolishness. Now I'm wise up. <laughs> my eyes don't clear. Yeah. I asked him, why are you not in school? So my stepfather hasn't paid for me to go back to, to, to school. So, I mean, you're serving me. So I said, where do you want to go? So he mentioned two universities and he narrowed it down to USIU. And I said, no problem. I was preaching. Hey, listen, if you see me here, is every time you see me Sunday after Sunday is, 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 is negative to me because I made so much money. When I took his resource to USIU, I, you see, my background is such that I make inroads. I went there. We, I fetch out somebody. They fetch out a top person. They saw the grade. They said, no, we don't admit these ones here. <laughs> these, ones, these ones that come with pregnant. No, uh, no, 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 no. I said, no, 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 no. I said, I'll make it worth your while. Yes. By the time I finished that transaction, I coughed out 300 and something thousand because I believe in education and I wanted him to school there. I coughed out 300 and something thousand. By the time we finished, the man just told me, if initially the person was afraid. He said, are you a journalist? I said, no, I'm not. We sat down. I said, are you a journalist? He, he was looking at me like, are you, are, am I recording him? <laughs> because around that time, a journalist had done an undercover work. So everybody in the system was alert, you know. So when I was, he said, are you, a, I said, no, no, no. And me, I, let me show you where I come from. I told him, I mean, I come from here and I'm here, I'm doing this. I said, so, he said, well, I have to, we have to sort out this person, sort out this person. I said, no problem. I want my son to come to school here. Yes. When I finish everything, the man told me, sir, I beg you, tell your son to study hard. When he comes here. So that if his grades fall, they don't go and check how did he even get here to begin with. I said, no problem. Yes. Like, how did he make it here? I said, no, I'll, I'll take care of that. When this young man went to first semester, first semester, I'm not talking of one year after, first semester he came back with a Cynthia looking chick with a nose ring Cynthia stand up, let them see you stand up, yes when, when he returned first semester, he came back with a chick looking like Cynthia with a nose ring before I'm seeing first semester results. Then when first semester results came D, D, C, C but he has a cheek with a nose ring to show for being in a university. I call this young man for a meeting. You see people want you to pump your money into them but after that have nothing to say. Allow me to live my life. Is my, my shayangu. Yeah, you want to. Why, when you are doing my shayangu, also do pesayangu. The evidence was a chick like Cynthia with a nose ring. Your chosen 
This guy driving a pastor now on campus, kissing, openly doing this. My 500 plus is gone. The only fruit was a Kalenjin girl with a nose ring. I'm not joking, no. Yeah. He brought home a Kalenjin girl with a nose ring. <laughs> They'll be in the matatu and his hand will be all over the girl. I know some of you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Meanwhile, a father is the one paying the price and you think you're supposed to be in a matatu having sex, kissing, smooching, cuddling, pressing breasts on the ticket of a suffering and a laboring mother and a laboring father. And when I teach you, I'm your enemy. No problem. No problem. No problem. So... He returned the second semester. Same story. Hey, I tried. I tried. I tried. And all that semester, I have to pay fees. You understand? I'm paying fees. So, I gave him to choose between the girl and his academics. I'm not a very, I'm not an easy walkover father. No, 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 no. So, he said he needed a break. He took a semester break. He said, looking back, I should not have lifted a finger yeah, to care when you didn't care much. I should not have lifted a finger. Yeah. So he took a semester, became serious, then he returned back to, hey, I don't know girls in this country, what you do to boys who... In fact, follow, you, you all are following me to West Africa to teach our women what you do. Because he just cannot live. Some of you are here. Boys cannot live without you. Somebody is expecting fruits. Then we manage, manage. He got into second year. You know? And the results never got any Thank you, Kalenjinga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the home of champions. Yeah, you went for a trophy. Yeah, you should see the trophy. Yeah. You are 21. Eh? Your brain has not received enough wisdom. You, you have wisdom to handle a girl. You're a joker. I don't know what my son will have to do to hide that. He either has a girl or he has broken his virginity. I don't know what he has. He has no business until I say it is time. Do you know what I have to sacrifice so he's in school? Do you know what I have to deny myself? So he's in school. What am I expecting? I'm not expecting him to give him money. I'm expecting him to make something out of his life. His fruits. Wherever my son is, I was there how many years ago? I was there in 1996. Where he is now. 
So I tell him, science students, when I was in that school, this is what they do. They don't even, science students, where I went, they don't even have time to shower. You, you have time to play football. Ah, are you a science student? Like, are you correct? You have time to play football. You are not a general art student. You are not or a visual art student. There are some students when we went to school, they came to learn how to use clay to make. Did you also have some of them? They used to art and craft. You are not an art and craft. Art and craft, they are always in the dormitories. They are never in class. Art and what? Art and craft. They are always in the dormitories. Yes, but you will not find science student. It's time for whatever and they are sleeping. No, 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 no. They are busy reading. Arts arts and crafts, they are reading novels. How to toast girls. Some of the boys you see here who are good at toasting girls, they went and studied arts and crafts. (laughs) Clap for this church. Clap for the church. Clap for this church. Somebody has invested and wants to see fruits. Yes. That's how my money just disappeared like that. It was a, a total waste. Yes, a total waste. Yeah. Anyway, it was my days of ignorance. Right now, I live like a rich man. Yes. I, 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 I'm determined to behave like a rich man. Live like, hey, every penny has to be used well. Yes, that's how I am now. Huh? Pick money and put you. You, you, are, you are not interested in your own life. Do you understand? And, and I'm not talking of somebody I gave birth to. That's not somebody I gave birth to. Careful. So you want fruits? The person comes home with thorns and thistles. Some of you young men here, if you tell the truth, you fell out with your father because you didn't do what you were told. Go and study. You refused to study. Your father took a stand. You also took a stand. Some of you young men, you think it is here to, to take. You are still standing, yes. You took a stand and you are still standing. <laughs> 14, are you listening to my message? Eh? Yes. <laughs> Somebody sacrifice it. You get it? Yeah. No shoes, no what, whatever, no clothes, whatever, so you can go to school. Yeah. I, I, I had, I, I saw people when I was in school. You wonder whose parents send this one? Like who sent this one? Because all the time they were sleeping in the dormitory. Yeah, like you wonder what is this? Who said? And then. You, you wake up, you have all finished school, LP, and they have been shipped to America. True. True story. You wake up, you think that, they, listen, the guy was a problem in the house, so they just needed him to go away from the house. Do you understand? You finish school, next thing you hear, so, so, and so is in America now. Huh? He's in the UK. He's what? He's what? What? He's what? Yeah. Uh, but me and you, we know where we are. Uh, me and you, we come from Shorimoyo. Let's be what? Serious with our destiny. Are you listening to me? 
Yeah. Somebody said, you may not have come from a wealthy family, but a wealthy family should come out of you. Are you listening to me? What I'm telling you, I'll tell my children. I tell them. You get it? If I can manage, the other day I was just walking in the house and I, I was telling myself, if I can manage, you know, in my, this my Penye Penye ministry life to produce either two doctors or a lawyer and a doctor, I think I've done something. Yes. I have two children, yeah? I was just walking, I said, if I can just produce one doctor and produce one lawyer or two doctors, they understand. Yeah, in this my penya penya thing I'm doing I, as ministry that I've sacrificed my life for a group of people who don't want to upgrade. My investment into some people here has not paid off anything. The more I invest, the more time. Look at me, I'm teaching vehemently as though when you are having sex, it affects me. <laughs> Do you understand? I'm investing and I've invested my youthful years into people. At the end of the day, it always ends up somewhere. God looks at all of us. We are his children. And of the investment of his son, he's expecting fruit. And when he looks at the tree that he sacrificed his son for, we have no fruit to give to God. So fruitfulness, all right, is when so much has been invested into you and then we are expecting fruits or the product of the investment and there is nothing to show for that investment. God invested his only begotten son. A simple definition for investment is putting what you can eat now into something. If you're, you're talking of investment, you have 5,000. Right now, do you know you can spend a 5,000 like now, 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 now? Yeah. Investment is, I can use it now, but I've put it away to bring increase. Yes. Every investment has to bring increase. So, God invested his son and he got you. He invested his son. He got you. If you think that is enough, you're a liar. Go and take your one million, put it away for three months, and then let them give you back one million and see if you'll be happy. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That was his investment. I'm saying to you that you alone is not enough return on God's investment. You are seated here alone looking at me and not liking the direction I'm going. And I'm telling you that you seated here alone is not a good return on God's investment. Okay, you don't believe it. Let me pray a prayer for you. Let me pray a prayer for you. I'm coming to pray against your investments. Yes, I, I know your money is in the chaman. So that the women chaman leader is about to disappear. Let me pray for you a prayer against your investment. 
You see, you don't want your investment touch. You, God invested into you. Amos, you're sitting here by yourself, cooler, enjoying the teaching. You go, come back. Maybe you will not come back. And then, it's not enough. It's not a good return on God's investment. If you don't believe me, ask those who have been in investment back here. John is here. She'll tell you. When people give them their millions, they tell them, how much am I getting back? And within what period? So there's even a timeline and then a figure, a percentage. You, you have come. You're, you're, you alone, you're, you, you are like, investment was maybe 100,000, right? Yeah, and the 100,000 is still there. It's not a good return. You are just the principal amount. Now God is looking for interest. And the guy says, God, I don't owe you any interest. God says, no, I have invested into you and you owe me interest. What is the interest? Fruits. (laughs) You know how much blood I've poured for your sake? Do you even know the quality of the blood I poured for your sake? Hey! Peter called it, we were bought not with silver and gold. He couldn't buy us. Silver and gold. God had enough of it and he couldn't use it to buy your soul. Then he invested the most precious thing to him. And then he says, you will be the fruit of that investment. You have come and then you are saying, it is enough. Now I'm here. So, those of you who scatter church members, imagine you alone is not enough. The ones he also got, you are scattering it. Do you understand? Yes. So, our being here, my being here, listen, me, you are all part of you know, if I didn't come here, some of you by now, you'll still be smoking shisha. Right now, all the time, you'll be waking up to clean yourself and to go. you even shower to go out again. And I've come and you are here. You are part of the fruits of the investment, do you understand, made into me. Now, you also must earn more than yourself Pay attention for God's investment to be a true investment in you. The in investment, the higher the risk, the greater the profit. Do you understand? The higher the risk. Yes. That's why people easily get conned. They are promised very high. You know, returns. And you see, what they they don't see is that if the returns is that high, there must be a risk associated with this particular investment. But people overlook it. You understand? So if you give me 100,000, you'll get 500,000 in two weeks. You have to ask yourself, right? (laughs) So the people who get con are the people who already are greedy. (laughs) <laughs> how, did, how did you get a hundred thousand? It didn't come on a silver plate. Somebody is telling you in, in, in two weeks it will become five hundred thousand. Yeah? You got a point now? Yeah. So 
the higher the return, the greater the risk of the investment. Now, imagine the risk God took with his son. He's expecting a high return. Because if you are killing one son when you have three, at least it's not a high risk. He had only one. You understand? He had all. Okay. You have only one car and they said there's an investment opportunity. Then you go and sell your one car. If you have three cars and there's an opportunity and you're selling just one, it's, it's, it's all right. But you have only one car. God had only one begotten son. And he was willing to let him go. Hey, the return must be greater. Are you listening to me? Yeah. It must be greater. Huh? So, God sacrificed his son. And then, God got many sons. Do you get it? Yeah. And then he's expecting the sons he's gotten to also do what? Yield more fruits. So, let's go back. Fruitfulness means what? To be full of fruits and products worthy of all the investments that have been made in you. Yeah. There are people I've made so much investment in them. When I look back now, it was a wasteful investment. There were people I made investment that they were going to become pastors. Today, when I look at them, they are worse than new believers. It's hot, eh? You don't like it? (laughs) Yesterday, we were here praying. I'm here today. I'll be here in the afternoon. Yeah, that's investment. What am I? I'm investing my time. I'm investing so many things just so that somebody will become something. There are some people after all the investment, they look at you and say, I want to become a reggae star. (laughs) I want to become what? There are some, after all the investment, after SBS, FBS, School of Ministry, uh, Katatizo, uh-huh, all the, the shepherd's training, then they tell you, I want to be a TikTok star. Bootcamp, FBS, SBS, Shemens, conferences, then the person says, I want to only do pranks in the city. I want to be pranking people. Yes. I, my, I, I want to be a prank star. Yes. Do you want me to pray a prayer for you? Do you want me to pray a prayer for you? Do you know what it means to do all that investment in your son? And then your son says, no, me, I'm going to be a backup singer for Lucky Dube. Yeah, after SBS, FBS, camps, conventions, conferences, uh, shamans, 
eh? ministrations, deliverances. Eh? Mention them. Then the person says, I want to be a model. I want to be a model. Yes, I want to be a model. Yes. SBS. Sunday services. Tuesday services. FBS. Camp meetings. Conferences. Conventions. Boot camps. And the person says, I want to be an Instagram influencer. When God is expecting fruit, you are, th- you are throwing Instagram in the face of God. Die and see if where you are going, there is any relevance for Instagram. You think God needs you for Instagram? It's hot. You think God will allow you to manage his Instagram account in heaven? There's a new one. Which is it? Open our eyes. Roscoco Entrepreneur. Roscoco. SBS. FBS. Boot camp. Conventions. Conferences. Sunday services. Shemens. After Sunday. Phanerosis. I want to become a Roscoco Entrepreneur. Roscoco. Roscoco. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I saw something called Rose Coco. <laughs> and then I sent it to Elvina. I said, Elvina, Tafadali, what is Rose Coco? <laughs> I saw somebody being called, it was somebody being called Rose Coco. Yeah, Rose. <laughs> yeah, I asked her, what is this that's trendy, Rose Coco? It's what I asked. Uh, Okay, yeah. After all the spiritual investment, you want to be a rose cocoa madam. Rose cocoa madam. You don't want to separate the world from yourself. Yes. Anything the world comes up with, you want to be a part of it. Now there is rose cocoa, you are part of it. Very soon there will be bros cocoa and you will be part of bros cocoa. If the ladies have rose cocoa, the brothers will come with rose cocoa. It's a business. My God. After all the investment, I am what 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 I am a rose cocoa madam. Rose cocoa entrepreneur yes. now they advertise their entrepreneurship yes yeah. some of you here don't be fooled though, don't be fooled you will go and check, one day you will come across a member of the church with a secret account and she is a rose cocoa you will be surprised you see that she is in fact, when you see her rose cocoa account, you see that this one is a veteran. Yes. <laughs> Customers. The ones who are watching, they click and they pay fast in dollars. 
pounds, euros, all that. Kohana is getting ideas. He just went for, for, for a brief moment, he just went like this. He was calculating. <laughs> he was calculating. Yeah. After all the investment, be a soul winner. Mm-mm. I want to be a rose cocoa madam. Me, I won't call it entrepreneur, I'll call it madam. Rose cocoa madam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you see, let me tell you, one day God will ask you, what became of all my investments into your life? He will ask you. That day will come. Oh, believe it. That day will come. That's why I pity those people who leave church so that they can live such dirty lives. Yes. They leave church. You know, it's like church is a prison. Church is not a prison. It's not a prison. It's not a prison. Just say, I want to be free. I want to be a rose cocoa. When I see a rose cocoa opportunity, I want to take it. Yes. You owe your parent or your father rather an apology that they invested into a fool. Yes. You can't point your hand at me and say, I, I left no of my investment. What became of you? You owe me an apology. Oh. Somebody went to do a course and I was asking her, how much has your mother paid this time for you to go and do that course? And she mentioned the amount of money, 90 something thousand. I almost called the mother and said, why are you wasting money? Yes. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. I almost called the mother and said, ah. I said, this one, go and sell her to one lawyer man who has retired in Webuye. Sell her, just go and sell her it's to a retired lawyer man. <laughs> hey. huh? When something is invested in you, there's an expectation of a return. One guy, the whole village took money and sent him to America so that when he comes back or when he's in America, he'll make money and come and develop the village. They understand. They took the whole village, contributed money. When he came back from America after how many years, he only came back with accent, American accent, and, 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 and a babe or something. Yes. The villagers chased him. Yes. The villagers chased him. Yes. <laughs> what was what saying? I can't even do it. <laughs> What's up, y'all? <laughs> That's all he came with. What's up, y'all? Yeah. The villagers didn't want to hear what's up, y'all. They chased him. Yes. What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? The villagers said, huh? This what you came back with? No. They, were, they, they wanted to beat him to death. Yes. What's up, y'all? <laughs> That's all he brought. 
after somebody sold their goat to send you to America. What's up, y'all? He was moving around the village. The what's up, y'all? And then they always come with two things accent and a different walk. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? <laughs> And then they come wearing shorts like Kiongos. What's up, yo? What's up, yo? <laughs> After all the investment, <laughs> can you see that God is very serious about his investment? Don't worry. <laughs> Do you know why there's judgment for us? It's because of this investment. When the economic situation in the world isn't going well, bankers are always having like bank managers because somebody who's put their money is going to come back for the return on investment. You see that when things are not going well, they are all wild. Because when people now want their money, it's not the time for excuses. Oh, you know, the, 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 the Russia has decided to... No, 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 no. The person doesn't know Russia. He said, I put my money here. Where is my money plus my profit? That's all they want to hear. That's all. And you think God will wait for you to start your excuses. Eh, 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 Mr. God, unfortunately, I was in a church of a man that came from West Africa and I didn't like his messages. And that's why I didn't do much for you. You think God is going to give you five minutes of his time? When he returned after giving five talents, two talents, one talent, the other guy said, I knew you. You were a hard man. You reap where you have no soul. So, what did I do? I went and dug a hole and I put your talent. Here you are. He should have been happy. He got his money. He says, no. You know that I am a hard man. You know that I, I reap where I have no soul. Uh-uh. You should have put, taken my money and put it into... Then I return and I get my usury. That is interest. You did not do it. I thought, this is what you gave me. I'm returning it to you. It should suffice. Nah. The God we serve is a God of interest. He's interested in profit. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges. And then at my coming, I should have received my own with what? Usury. You are seated here on your talent he gave you. Sing. You won't sing. You, some of you, you are planning to return to God with the voice he gave you. Intact. Je, je, je. No problem. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No problem. That's what you want to do. No, no, it's okay. You are here. You can evangelize. You are going to return to God and say, here, this is what you gave me. I brought it back to you. Let me show you the divine response to non-profitable Christians. Verse 28. I'm still in the intro. Can you see I'm still in the intro? And today I'm still going to close in the intro. That should tell you that. 
the wells are deep. This is divine response to non-profitable Christians. Take therefore the talent from him. So there are some people seated here. When you die and you appear before God, what he gave you, first of all, will be taken from you. The only people that will be without the gift of God in eternity are non-profitable Christians. What he gave you, he will still take it. Remember the five. He earned what? Five. So he was given a place to rule. The two, he earned two. He was given a place. This is the guy who knew that I have excuses to give. Give me this in the NLT. They are looking at me like, we don't understand the English over there. Then he ordered, take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the ten bags of what? Silver. So there are people here, they use their little talent and they did something for God. In eternity, they will increase more. Then there are people here who are doing nothing for God and because of this message, they will change church tomorrow. Walk in another church for 10 years, 20 years. Die without fruit. You see, escaping this church does not mean you escape this scripture in eternity. Escaping the teaching here will not mean that on the judgment day you will escape. That's not what it means. You cannot escape the judgment. So this is God's response for non-profitable Christians. What he gave you will be taken. You will be stripped of your giftings in eternity. 29. Take the thousand and give it to the one who risks what? The most. And get rid of this play it safe who won't go out on a limp. It's hot. Even though you are pretending you don't like the scripture, but I, I know the scripture just kicked you. He, he was what? A play it safe. I don't, I don't want issues. You know, the dancing stars have so many rules. I don't want to be, you know, I, I, I just want to be, you know, I, just, I, I want, some people think that being an ordinary member is a privileged position. Yes. I, I just, I just want to be a good ordinary church member. Show me in the Bible where you are commanded to just be a good ordinary church, play it safe member. I think when you came to this church, you were told that I shot people who misbehave in the choir. I, kill, I have killed five people who, be, who misbehave in the choir. I think you were told, eh? And, and I killed 20 dancing stars. One service, I just shot them in the head. Pa, 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 pa. For misbehaving, is that not it? No problem. This guy, he said that is how his master was. That's why he didn't do anything. In fact, take me back to what he told the master, is it 26 or so? 26 or 25, yeah. No, yeah. 24, let me see. Then the servant with the bag of silver came and said, Master, say master. master. Hey, you say it, say master. 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 I know you have high standards. <laughs> I know you have what? High standards. 
standards. Apostle, you have high standards. Yes. You have what? High standards. Our God has what? High standards. And hate careless ways that you demand the best and make no allowance for error. The guy said, I know you. That's how you are. Just make one mistake. You see that he'll fire you now. One mistake, he has fired me. Now I'm being called the fallen cherub that covers. Just one mistake. You know, just one mistake. I'm a, a falling cherub that covereth. <laughs> I know, I know you. You don't make allowance for error. It's not true. 25. I was what? Uh-huh. The, the afraid people are in the church. I was what? The afraid people are in the church. I was afraid I might disappoint you. So I found a good hiding place and secured your money. Some of you are here. You have found a good hiding place. Yes. Yes. Here. Now take it. It is safe and sound. Down to the last cent. I thought God should be happy. I mean, I gave him one back. He's returning down to the last what? Cent. God said what? 26. The master was what? Furious. Some of you will see God's fury. Some of you will see God's anger. On the day you appear before him with the one bag down to the last word. Said. And you see that day you hear that I already told you it will happen. Yes. Some of you when we stand before God is when, when you call me Prophet Raymond. <laughs> Yeah, you you call me prophet, yes. Yeah, you you see, it will happen. You see God's fury. You see God's anger. That's a terrible way to live. It's criminal to live cautiously like that. Some of you are seated here, Alukwe, you have never taken a risk. I'm always careful. Go here, preach. I'm careful. You live. Listen, life. Listen, God wants you to know this. And he's telling, it will help you in your own life. Some of you do not like taking risks. You enjoy too much comfort zone. Listen, if I was afraid of risk, I would not leave my country before I turn 30 years and come here. I married at the age of 23, 26, three years. I was on a mission field. Yes. You are 26 and a master fornicator. It's hot. It's hot. I should stay in one preach and just preach the message. It's hot. Yes. 
You see, this guy who says, oh, you know, ministry work is not for people like us, is having sex, raw sex without condom. He doesn't know that he's taking risk. All the same, he's taking risk. When it comes to God's work, he's like, you know, it's too whatever. Yet, you have done it raw, severally. You see, you cannot say amen. And I'm not afraid to teach you. When you are dipping your peepees everywhere, is that not a risk? The last time you checked, your peepees had herpes all over. Herpes, herpes all over your peepees. That one, he didn't say, hey, what a dangerous game I'm, I'm playing. Yes, yet you had herpes all over your peepees. I said, herpes all over your peepees. You have left the church, I know. I know you have left the church. Some of you, I can see you at Bunyala Roundabout. I can see you. Yeah, you are waving me. You are waving me. Goodbye. When he come to God, he says, you don't have to be careful. To, God says, it's criminal to live cautiously that, like that. If you knew I was after the best, why did you do less than the least? So, presenting yourself without fruit is what? Less than the least. And if you think this is a teaching so that the church grows, then you got it wrong. Otherwise, I should come with... Um, Raymond's version, 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 yeah, Raymond, Biblia, Biblia, Raymond. I should, I should be teaching you from Biblia, Raymond. <laughs> At least you understand what I'm trying to say. I should be teaching you from a Bible that I have written. <laughs> yes, Raymond Ghanaian version Bible. Yes, that's what I should be teaching you from. But I'm quoting Matthew 25. I don't know Matthew. <laughs> I don't know Matthew. Yes. Are you listening to me? And I was not there when Matthew wrote the words that Jesus was saying. I was not there. So I'm teaching the words of Jesus. What you do with the teaching is up to you. But I'm telling you that to appear before God without increase or profit on his investment is less than the least. Careful. 27. Eh? The least you could have done would have been to invest the sum with the bankers. Say bankers. bankers. Where at least I would have gotten a little interest. Yes. 29. Take the thousand and give it to the one who risks the most. And get rid of this play it safe who won't go out on a limp. I told some people, go and be a pastor here. The person looked at me and said, I'm afraid. I won't go out on a limp. That's what the person was trying to say. I won't go out on a limp. Yeah. Some of you, you never do anything for God until you have been given so much security. You mean when I go to Meru, you come and visit me? How, how many times? <laughs> if I accept to be your missionary, you, how many times would you come to Meru, Apostle? And so, I'll be there once in every two months. Oh, then I will go. Ah, you have to go out on a limb. Whether I will stay foot in Meru or not, you are not serving me. He said, this guy won't, won't go out on a limb. By now, 
how many years of being here? If I had a missionary in Tanzania and a missionary in Uganda and a missionary Apo Kisumu, a missionary in Machakos, you only go to Machakos to have sex. Go and win souls in Machakos. Mba. You see now you cannot say amen. <laughs> Where do you come from? <laughs> <laughs> hey, why are you going? I'm going to Machakos to win souls. No, my babe says she needs me. Yes. He goes off to Machakos to see babe. Yes, to see super babe. When you see her, she's yellow and brown, like a pipe, an African python. The yellow sister, the yellow African python here is not happy. (laughs) 30, verse 30. (laughs) I'm showing you that God has called you to fruitfulness. Is that the last verse? 28, yeah? Okay, now look at it. (laughs) I'm showing you the divine response to what? Non-profitable. Hey, you say it. Non-profitable Christians. Yes. Now... Throw this useless servant. Useless. Governor. Useless. Into outer darkness. I think you people, you're already in outer darkness. Yeah, the way you are don't liking the message, it's like you have chosen outer darkness. Where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Give the message of the verse 30. Or we've already read that. Throw him out into utter darkness. Simple. Throw him out into utter darkness. Where he is going, there will be what? Weeping. Do you know what it means? It means that there will be fellow non-profitable Christians where some will end up. So before you join them, they have been weeping and grinding their teeth. So you are only going to a place where non-profitable, teeth-whipping and teeth-grinding Christians are located. So you are just... Now, since you won't do anything for all of eternity, you will be what? Weeping. And you will be what? Grinding. Some of you already enjoy grinding your teeth on your You are preparing yourself for what you will do Milele. Yes. Yes. As I'm teaching, you're grinding your teeth at me. No, but you are rehearsing for where you are going. <laughs> this is a setup. <laughs> it's a setup. <laughs> Jump and pass. This one is a big setup. They, they have seen a word there. They want to trouble me with the word. So they have put it on the screen. It's a setup. <laughs> I listen to me. This is God's response to me being not profitable. And it's the same response to you not being profitable. Simple. Rise up on your feet. <laughs> Careful. 
the day I teach you weeping and gnashing. You are in a nice church. And God has set you up to be in a correct church. Then you see that in the future, you will be weeping and you will be gnashing your teeth. And you will be regretting. I wish I did something with what I was told. Yes. When I come there, it will be Bima Pro Max. Yes. <laughs> That's a, another whole series on its own. Yes. The problem with many of us is that we have never regretted anything in our lives. Yes. You know, some people say it out of pride. I've never regretted anything in my life. You are not wise. You are proud. I don't want to call you the other thing. Yes. Because wise people have regrets. Yes. Wise people have regrets. You say that, I, I wish I had not gone this way. I had done this and or I have done it this way. Wise people have regrets. But hardened criminals. There's a guy in committee right now. He says, I don't regret that I killed her. That's a fool. It serves her right. In my country now, you know, I think the devil has gone for vacation because it's cold here. So he's gone to chill small in Ghana. He'll be back, but he's chilling there right now. (laughs) As he's chilling in Ghana, Young men are killing girls. Yes. In a space of how many? This person said, I looked after her. As she went, hey, girls, stop collecting boys' money. Stop Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Let me stand here and address you. Stop it. If you know you don't love him and you won't marry, stop collecting his money. So as he's on holiday, chilling with a nice son in Ghana, in a short, how many deaths? One young man, he took a knife and put the girl down and slashed her throat. Why? Because after looking after her, she has decided to dump and they are not taking it nicely at all. So now they are into all this... Yeah, there was no return on in his investment. One police guy, the, the girl was on a junction. He got there and lifted his AK-47 and fired pa, 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 several bullets and killed the girl on the spot and left. Say, after I've suffered, you want to go and take my whatever and give my investment and give to somebody? Yeah, yeah. just the other day. One woman, he, she called the police and said, my son has killed this girl. He, she called the police. <laughs> Those of you girls, no girl has been born so that you collect men's money. Stop that nonsense. <laughs> and who told you that because you are a girl, you are supposed to be giving, you are supposed to be giving. It's not true. Stop thinking like that. Now you are not going to say Amen. <laughs> Imagine that the boy who is giving you that money has a mother. 
so the pain comes from, oh, all the money I've got, I've given my mother, I gave it to this girl because I thought I loved her, she loved me, and we're going to build that. We have a future. Yeah, some of you, they call you my future. <laughs> some of you, your name is saved as future. Then now, after all the investment, you see, I was talking to you about investment. Then the person says, nah, you're not my class. You know, my level has changed. You know, now I'm a graduate. You know, my level has changed. You know, I, I want more out of my life. Yeah, you see that something will come over him. And then they are doing what they are doing now. Yes, when he sees the sacrifices yes, with no interest, he said, Well, you are going to die. Yes. One man killed his wife. Another Ghanaian in America shot his wife in Columbus. After sacrificing, bringing the the woman from the village in Ghana to America. They had papers. The mother came. They had a nice family time. The mother was sick. Then he told the, the wife, take your mother back and treat her home. Then the woman goes home and then goes back to her old lava. It was old firewood. It was rekindled. Yes. And then when she returned, she had a, a meeting with her husband and said, you know, even though I have four children with you, you are not my husband. I see you as my friend. Hey. Hey. I love then he mentioned the guy's name is the one I love so I'm going back to bring him with my papers to America so the guy didn't go to work that day the next morning he took his phone he sent his will on whatsapp to the sister and he said my, my house I'm giving it to you when you're also dying give it to this person I have things here. I've arranged with the ship, shippers. They'll ship it down to Ghana. Da, da, da. Uh, so, my, this is what my wife told me in the morning. So, yesterday I didn't even go to work. Da, 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 da. So, to, I'm coming to end it. When I die, don't blame anybody. Blame this woman that I sacrificed so much for. And he says, I'm not the husband. I'm the friend. He's going to bring so, so, and so. And then he said, then he just said, bye-bye. Then, the people who got the WhatsApp message, hey, have people in your life who respond to you quickly. Yes. Those of you, when we send you a message, you see it after five days. So, the people who got the message, they, they got this, they saw to the message much later. By the time they were seeing it, it was breaking news in America. He had shot his wife in the head and shot himself dead. Hey. Now I've talked of those of you who don't respond. (laughs) Somebody should have said, my brother, no, 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 wait. Somebody could have talked to him. Don't kill yourself over this. Gee, what, 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 what. So girls, 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 girls. Hello, 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 girls. 
You are not tax collectors. I like that. Where was you, Zakayo? You are not a Zakayo. Stop thinking that they'll be giving you money all the time. <laughs> ah, every time collect, collect, collect. You, when it's time, you go and buy one boxer, one, one socks. <laughs> Lift up your two hands. <laughs> Amos has been blessed by the message. He's thinking of how to become fruitful. Not in a loyalic way, but in a Christian way. <laughs> oh, he's kissy. Okay. I've always thought he's a loyal. <laughs> His prowess are that very loyalic. Yeah, Amos will like girls. Amos. Amos. Ah, no. He, he has the right way to, hey, he will like girls. He looks like the kind of guy that will cook food for a girl. You got a point now. Yes. So my message is telling him become fruitful. Yes, a Christian fruitfulness. Glory to God. <laughs> Lift up your two hands. Tobias is not like that. Tobias is not like that. <laughs> if I go into brother Tobias will not close. I want you to pray that the seed of fruitfulness will begin to bring forth fruit in your life and in your walk with God. Lift your voice and begin to pray, 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 pray. Pray for yourself. This is not a message for pastors, it's not a message for shepherds. It's not just a message for Basanta members. It's a message for a Christian. That I might bear fruit. That I should bear fruit. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yande masambre deskabari adene meredes. Yazuzanda zande de gede mahandi akapai Lembre du som paries Farre maranda na mahambi akatai Kadonimidi adabosh Karezambarataria baha Father raise food bearing Called, saved, called Christians in this church Desiring to make good on your investment. Pray for you to become a fruit-bearing believer. 
Lord, may I not appear before you on the day of judgment and I have no fruit to show for all that you poured into me and into my life. Lord, strengthen me. Strengthen my ministry. Strengthen my faith. Strengthen me, Lord. Prune me on the left, on the right. Prune me. Prune me wherever necessary, Lord. That I will bring forth more fruit. In the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord, to bring forth the fruit that is worthy of your kingdom. In the name of Jesus. This is my prayer, O God. Let my ministry bear the mark of fruitfulness. Let my calling bear the mark of fruitfulness. Let, O oh God, my ministry bear the mark of fruitfulness. In the name of Jesus, surround this commission, Lord. Surround this assembly. Fill this church. Fill this assembly, Lord, with fruit bearers, men and women that desire passionately to bear fruit move us Lord from non-profitability into profitableness move us Lord move us Lord into the arena of being fruitful move us Lord to the arena of being fruitful in the name of Jesus this is our cry this is our prayer in the mighty name of Jesus Havana Malamandi Katoba Diatai, Elomande Sandolomosonda, Irende, Gradua Patai, Gradua Patai, Gradua Patai. We are becoming fruitful, Lord. 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 Fruitfulness is our blessings. We receive fruitfulness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you that we are receiving the revelation that all our accomplishments in this life, notwithstanding, if we are not fruitful, we are nothing to you. There is but reserved for us a certain fearfulness, a certain expectation of fearfulness that we will be in the place of weeping and gnashing our teeth. Lord, help us that with all our achievements in this life, Help us to achieve more in you by having the ability to bear fruit. For this is your eternal purpose for our lives. You called Abraham to be fruitful. You called Adam to be fruitful. You called Joseph to be fruitful. You called Isaac to be fruitful. You've called us to be fruitful for this has remained your eternal purpose raise a church of fruitful men a church of fruitful women a church of fruitful Christians in Jesus mighty name
Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw. Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church Headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m. Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.